Welcome back to another week with the report card. Today we actually have a few special guests. We have Mr. G and Chloe. Please give them a round of applause, guys. Welcome to another Friday. We hope everyone enjoyed this week as the school celebrated Book Week. What did you guys dress up as or did you read anything interesting? For our class, we dressed up and read Divergent. Well, we dressed up as a simplified Divergent. How about you? Uh, for our class, we actually did Percy Jackson. I know like a lot of people have seen the movies. So I actually dressed up as Grover from Percy Jackson. Now, it was actually kind of nice because in our homeroom, we all wore orange shirts, which was the actual uniform of Camp Half-Blood. And it ended up looking really nice, if I do say so myself. All right, speaking of homerooms, we have Mr. G here from Grade 11B. Uh, hello, I'm David. Uh, um, I'm here to be interviewed. Welcome, Chloe and Mr. Gibson, to our podcast. You guys are our first ever guest. Hi. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for joining us today. So without further ado, let's get on with our interviews. So, Mr. G, when we mention childhood, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? What was your favorite memory back when you were a child? Yeah, um, there's, there's a place uh, in my hometown called Arthur Seat. It's a, it's a small volcano. It's right in the center of the city. And uh, you can, people just always wander around it all the time very freely. So it's this amazing kind of place where you can, uh, without going outside, you can just go into it. There's loads of space and you can climb up. It's about 800 feet high. And, uh, and I love that. I love nature, actually. Yeah. Wow, that's so I used to wander around there with my father and stuff, and I, I like that. Yeah. That's really interesting. I lived in the city, so I didn't get to experience that. And that's really cool to hear. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Chloe? What is your favorite thing about being a kid? Um, Probably just not having to do that much that adults do. Not having to plan for things. Yeah. Yeah, I think Mr. Gibson surely agrees. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we swap? <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mr. Gibson, what did you do for fun back when you were a kid? Well, back then it was kind of, look, I'm, I'm kind of getting an idea. I'm 52 years old, so, right, we're talking what, uh, you know, quite a few years. <laughs> and, yeah. um, no, but we were we were we would go out in the street all the time, you know. We said you never stayed at home. It was crazy. You couldn't wait to get out. So as soon as you kind of you know you go home, if you had to eat something or change your out of your school uniform, you'd be on the street with whoever was there. You'd play all sorts of games um, and whatever it was, you know, any anything, climbing walls, running around, playing games like Helpy. When I've heard of that, Helpy, right? British Bulldog, that's another game. There was a bunch of games. And uh, that's what we did. We just played outside. Very free and easy. Wow, that's really cool. I did that too when I was like a bit younger, around Chloe's age. Like after mm. school, I'd go out to play with my friends, some of my classmates, since we were neighbors. It was really fun, chill. 
Yeah, I think today's society is a bit more suspicious. Probably correctly so, to be honest. But um, you know, it's, it, it's more free than I think. Yeah, I remember my parents would have to like drag me home for dinner because I would be in like our village park playing like soccer, whatever I could play, and it would be so dark already. But I wouldn't want to go home. But now I barely see kids there anymore, especially kids who are like six or seven or in that age range. Mm -hmm. Same here. I think that's pretty rare now. That was uh, you, you guys, did you all live in a sort of village area? How many of you lived in a city area? Oh, we lived in a village, like in a city, so. Mm. Right, because it was quite, I mean, I was fortunate in Edinburgh, there was these huge parks and things. But even then we played in the streets. But um, it would be nice to, uh, I would probably have liked to have gone up the countryside actually. Same. I used to go to the province, like for the summers, and I honestly could say that I enjoyed it so much more there, especially how like you could just stay in like the you can just embrace the nature there, you know, and the fresh air and everything. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Oh, uh, what about you, Chloe? What do you do for fun? Um, now because it's online learning, I think like me and most of the other students in school. I play Among Us with my friends for fun now, instead of going out, yeah. It's okay, I love Among Us too. <laughs> so Chloe, did you ever experience like playing outside with your friends or like making friends with your neighbors? Yeah, I, I experienced that when I was, I think in grade, in grade five. I remember just biking around my village and playing with the other people here. That's really nice. So what is one of your favorite childhood um, cartoon characters, if you can still recall them? I'm not that old. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> no, or anything. I'm so sorry. Seriously, I still can't remember my... Cartoon characters. Of course, again. Um, but actually, um, my favorite was probably Superman. Wait, yeah. so you're Superman? Like, you know how old Superman is? Yeah, Superman goes like way back, Bianca. It was way back to the, se the Second World War. It was the originally introduced as a he fought against the Nazis and stuff. It's very old. Whoa. Yeah. So, but I remember Superman for a reason, and. Um, I'm not sure that's that's the greatest reason because I was in a car accident and I had a I was wearing a Superman t-shirt at the time. I remember my dad came in to see me and he kind of said, how are you? And I was like all bruised and stuff. And, but I was wearing a Superman t-shirt, so there was some irony in it. But yeah, I did like Superman. <laughs> I suppose I must have been Man of Steel in some way. I Man of Steel, by the car accident. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Chloe? What is one of your favorite cartoon characters from now? Um, I think it would be Marinette from Miraculous Ladybug. It's ah. like, it's been a show since I was five and I still watch some of it now. I'm actually like not familiar with that. Can you tell us more about it? Sounds interesting. It's like, this show is 
there's this girl who lives in Paris, and then she got chosen to be a superhero, and she now protects Paris. But there's also this boy who goes same school, who's very famous, and he got chosen to be the other superhero. And they kind of like each other, but without knowing their actual who they are. Wow! So I think both of our guest speakers today like superheroes. Maybe we have some superheroes among us. But then also, I'm sure you have yeah. some kind of powers, sir. Powers? Yeah, I have some powers. Yeah, it's um, I I, I seem to always land on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> No matter what happens, it's a useful power. Yep, really keeps you standing. Yeah, it does, yeah. So yeah, now on to the more modern side. Mr. G, where, when did you get your first phone? Ah, uh, that's what you mean by that question. You know, when you asked this question, you, you didn't say that you were moving to a modern side. And I thought, you know, oh, you know, no, when, sir, when do you think? It was quite recently. Um, my first phone. I take it when you say your first phone, you mean my first mobile phone. I have first mobile phone. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy. That, that I don't remember so much. Um, I can remember an early one. I don't know if it was the first one. I had one of those little black bits sticking out the top. It was kind of aerial. The original ones, they, they came with aerials because they weren't that good. And uh, it was just a button phone. It's just kind of—it's what would be a cheap phone today. You can still get them, I think, but they don't have aerials. And uh, I couldn't tell you what make it was. And I remember it was in India, though. Yeah. Were you around like in your twenties, maybe, or in your teenage years? Oh no! Uh, I was about in my thirties, mid of my thirties. It didn't exist before that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was wonderful actually. People couldn't kind of find you. you know? So now it doesn't matter where you are, you're kind of reachable. But it was, then it was, if you went if you went away somewhere, you could actually go away and not be bothered, you know? So it was kind of nice too. So Chloe, do you have a phone? Um, No, I don't have a phone. I don't think my mom would trust me with one yet. Okay, wait, so um, what about like a tablet or an iPad? When did you get your first one? I have a tablet. I think I got one a month ago on my birthday. Oh, so just recently. That's really cool. I'm pretty sure I got my first phone when I was like six. And now I can't imagine like if I were to be like Mr. Gibson and to get my first phone when I was 30, like I feel like us, all of us, I can say for certain, are so dependent on technology that I can't imagine my life without my phone. Try it. Sir, I actually did. I think the longest I've gone is probably like, what, two days without my phone? Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. I, I was thinking when we had this uh, week without walls coming up, one of the ideas I thought about putting forward was time traveling. Right? Where um, you could be sponsored to raise funds by going back to a different time period. So you have to live for a week like a Roman or something like that. But I don't know if you could handle the phones. <laughs> yeah, I no phones. Think, um, a lot of people would 
be very hesitant to join that activity if you say you're not allowed to use your phone. Well, I think we could limit it to a few hours a day at least to try, you know. So um, it's quite amazing though, if you think about it, 99.999% of human history, there hasn't been phones. And you guys are there and you can't live without them. Yeah, um, the only time I actually put down my phone was because I dropped it in water. So I had to put it in a rice uh, for two days. So that was the two days I lived without my phone. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, my phone was fine. But I don't know. I feel like I think maybe all of us should try experiencing, you know, not using our phone, not being so dependent on it, not being so dependent on social media specifically. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, sure. I used to do these meditation retreats, you know, and um, 10 days at a time and you don't you don't speak to anybody not just phones you don't have phones you don't have writing you don't have anything at all and it's, it's amazing what happens to your mind your mind just kind of really like calms down and clarifies you know and just by not doing that it's just not by having that constant social input or something how about you chloe could you imagine living without technology like without your ipad without a tv without like any technology whatsoever no because most of my fun time would be in class and we use technology for class thank god though that this pandemic happened like at a time where we have technology because if it weren't for that i think that we wouldn't be talking to our friends for what months that's crazy yeah, we wouldn't even be having this podcast. There may not be no school at all, actually, no? That's true. So, you know, lots of us would be without jobs. Across the planet, lots of people would be without jobs. It would be an absolute disastrous, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, a big thank you to you, Mr. G, and, for, and to Chloe for joining us. We loved getting an insight on what both childhood was like for you in the 50 years ago and <laughs> Chloe in the No, I was two, I was two 50 years ago. Oh, <laughs> 40 years ago. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's better. Okay, okay, okay. But before we let you go, sir, we have some other things to ask as our English teacher. Wait, sorry. I mean... Language I, and literature. Language is, is this the catch? Is this the catch? Yeah, okay, go on. Part you were told about go on so since it's um this week is book week we have a lot of book suggestions mr g would you like to recommend any books um 1984 uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest i can recommend hundreds of big books as a, as a language and literature teacher but i think any books at the moment which are offering an insight into how our mindsets are um caught by society would be useful. Mm, to be honest, I don't really read, read books, but I will definitely read that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there are others, there's some very positive ones. Alchemist is good, that's positive. Yeah. We read that for school last year. Yeah, it's nice. Um, what about you, Chloe? What would you recommend? Um, probably the Anne Frank's Diary. That one's really good. I cried last time I read it. Wow, Chloe, you've read that? How old are you? 
I'm 11 years old. Good for you. It's really good, isn't it? It's fantastic. I've been in her house, you know. Really? Yeah, it's in, it's in Amsterdam. It's a museum. You can go in there and you can go in behind the cupboard where she, her family lived and stuff. It's really amazing. You're so lucky. Yeah, that was, that was quite lucky to do that, yeah. But it's a great book. That's one of the places that's like on my bucket list. Yeah, I really love that when I was young. Here are a bunch of books that I have enjoyed and still enjoy. Charlie and Lola, Hieronymus Tilton, A Bad Case of Stripes, The Rainbow Fish, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, Where the Wild Things Are, The Cat in the Hat, and The Giving Tree. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. And thank you again for our guests, Mr. G and Chloe. We hope you enjoy your long four-day weekend. Yes, I can't wait to rest. As always, don't forget to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at thereportcard underscore CIS. Yes, we also created two forms that can be accessed through our Instagram account. You could wish your friends a happy birthday through our podcast by filling out the form in our bio. We also have another Google form where you can send in your confessions and for it to be featured in our upcoming podcast.